Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Rockin' <laughs> <laughs> Dude, expect that. Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 5, Episode 19, The Beast of Beacon Hills. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. Cinematic Escape. Thanks, guys. Nice little promo there. <laughs> Joining me, the amazing Courtney Tesno. Hey, guys. Keep in touch with me at Tesno's Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and use that hashtag because I'm on. I'm taking your questions. Mm-hmm. And Elena Jordan looking fine this evening. Oh. Thank you, man. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Mm-hmm. And Mason <laughs> Malady. <laughs> That's not my name! <laughs> oh my gosh, the cheese starts at the top of the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, it's Ryan Malady here. You can find me at Ryan Malady everywhere. And uh, we're at AfterBuzz uh, TV, youtube.com slash AfterBuzz TV in the live chat. Make sure to join us there. If you like what you see, give us a thumbs up. I have a feeling you might like what you see tonight because tonight we have a special guest. Chris, why don't you just do a special guest tonight? <laughs> Our special guest. Please do Kalian on MTV's Team Wolf. Please welcome Gideon Emery. Yay. I really Yay. wish all of our fans could see your face while Ryan was doing that. Yeah, <laughs> the you, Wolf fans. I, I didn't understand it. I was like, I don't understand. I don't take it. But uh, <laughs> awesome. Yay! Thanks for having me. Good well, to, yeah. good to be. So good I realized I can, I can see myself in a little monitor there. I realized on as I was stepping out the house to come here, I was wearing this green T-shirt. I'm like, this is totally the same T-shirt I was wearing. The last time I came, which is like months ago, and I'm like, you're gonna think I only have one T-shirt, so oh. I put another one in the car so it could change. And that oh, one, so that, I think of you. I think my other T-shirt is green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I could have one of those. <laughs> Looking great. Welcome. You look great. Yes. Thank you. Love I didn't quite, re- almost, I almost didn't recognize you without the black pupils, you know, or the black irises. Mm. Those it, are special. Let me tell you. Yeah. There's mm. nothing quite as special as wearing those. Uh, is it uncomfortable uh, to wear those? Is it? Yeah. Is it bad? <sighs> yeah. Suffer for your art sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> are they hard contacts? Why are they uncomfortable? No, well, I'm not a fan of stuff in my eyes, oh. but um, we've had like a couple of, of variants, and like the initial ones were like basically blind, so I would be led to and from set, which is kind of cool, but it's it's also. Uh, it means it kind of once you're there, you're sort of immobile, you know, <sighs> sort of thingy, which is. It helps, but it's also kind of like, wow, well, I'd kind of like to see, okay, let's quickly have a look at the next scene, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> so in terms of the practicality of it, not great, but it, uh, yeah, it certainly helps the, it's like, the it's vibe. It's like ultimate method acting. You're, you're playing with <laughs> you got yeah. that with no eyes. 
You don't yeah. have the supersonic Daredevil style hearing, but you still get to play a blind character blind. It's got to be interesting for For an sure, actor. for sure. I would. I mean, I did get to work on Daredevil, which is cool. Yeah. But, then, but then I also had a, a gnarly death on that. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I think it's it's. Uh, what, what the, the best thing, I mean, and I've, I've said this many times, but the best thing about Eukalian is that he's an intelligent villain and mm-hmm. he's intelligently written, you know, so... He's it's, my it's favorite very villain. To, it's very easy to, to have fun with and play. Yeah, know? I like that we actually got your backstory as opposed to a lot of villains we don't always get to see where they've come from. Like, I'm still a little confused about the Dread Doctors and now I'm not sure if they're still alive, but I wanted to see their backstory like we got to see yours because I just felt like, as your character... As a villain, when we got your backstory, I think a lot of fans came to like this gray area where like they really liked you, even though you're not supposed to like the villain as a character, and like we wanted uh-huh. you there. You know, I, yeah. I I love to hate you. That's how I, yeah. I feel. I feel. Yeah. But you as a person, you're awesome. Thanks. No, but I get, yeah, I get a lot of love to hate because it's yeah, yeah. Um. If you guys have a question for Gideon, you can give us a call at four two four two five three zero five zero four. And if you need that number again. Gideon tweeted it out. You can follow him mm-hmm. at Gideon Emery on Twitter and check that out and Wonderful. give us a call. Boom. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about everyone hates Theo, and you've just been there the whole time, sort of gaining everyone's trust. You didn't have to be there. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, what a tasty scene. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's not, you know what's also nice? It's nice for us as actors because, like, you don't know what you're doing you know, until maybe the night before. Mm. Um, so I don't know where the story's going, and, you know, I know I'm sort of hooked up to this machine, and okay, it's keeping me there. I was like, but do I get free? What's going to happen? You know, and then it's like, oh, the whole time. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I chose not to. No, it's great. And the confidence that you play your character, I think, mm. really allowed us to believe that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting there, and you're call- kind of calling the shots, even though you're immobilized. Uh, the whole time, and it leads up to this point, and I'm like, yeah, part of me really believes that that was that was his whole plan. But I'll say, I will say that that tank that's next to Ducalian, if that thing really was going into my arm, I would be immobile. It is disgusting. There's stuff in there, there's matter, and they stir it up, and they're like, oh, we need more of the good stuff. And there's like, I don't know what's in there. It's like, it's like. Uh, Probably if you went down to Santa Monica and just took a bucket. <laughs> oh, no. is, that, is that pure? Well, the art department really uh, yeah. came, came through on that one. Though. Yeah, it's gnarly. Yeah. So I want to know, you want Scott McCall's eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're working with Theo, who's like the most hated on the show. Um, but I just feel like, you know, last time we saw your character... You and Scott actually came to like a sort of like a friendly agreement, like a truce and whatnot, to just steer clear out of each other's way. And and you had your sight back for a brief amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it the fact that you then lost your sight again that you feel like Scott's betrayed you, and that's why you want his eyes? I think I think if someone goes, um, you like candy. Please have it. Here's a chocolate bar. Have the chocolate bar. And you're like, oh, thanks so much. And they go, like, oh, no, yeah, actually, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what That's what he you did. Know? So with it your might sight. be a little bit. It Aww. might be a little yeah. bit. Um, What's so. wrong with like Theo's eyes? <laughs> I mean, obviously, he has to mentor him to get power. I don't think he wants to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's an interesting it's an interesting sort of twisted twisted alliance, and maybe there's uh, maybe there's some value in in. Uh, 
Duke Haley and taking Theo under his wing. I don't know. Because I yeah. mean, he's, definitely, he's definitely someone who needs a little bit of guidance. But you know, I feel like Theo that. could be a young Duke Halian because yeah. like, we Possibly. even see this entire season, I don't know what you guys think, but we've seen um, Theo manipulate everyone on the show. Mm-hmm. And then what's great is we see Duke Halian come in and manipulate Theo, which no one to this point has been able to do. Well, it also points out just how flawed Theo's plan is at every turn. He's like, I'm going to put on these talons. And he's like, those are press-on nails that are going to hurt to real bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> but he's like, he's like, we can do this, but you do it first. You do it first. He's always- <laughs> I feel yeah. like even though you're super evil, you kind of bring that comedic thing that Styles does. Yeah. We're from the evil werewolf side. Right. I love it's it. It's like the opposite of Styles with the comedic, because with Styles, it's like him running into things and, and like, he's trying just, like, to figure dark. out. Yeah. <laughs> and his, your comedic effect is just, oh, look at all these little puppets that think that they're yeah. running the show. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I, I like mean, it. Yeah, Styles is funny. I mean, it is. <laughs> but it, it, it is I mean, it's like he's like the master of like the understated comment, um, which is mm-hmm. which is delightful. And I think yeah, I think Duquesne in his own way says says similar sort of uh, sort of like just says something and just lets it land like. Yeah, <laughs> I love the line that you had, um, your circle of trust is narrowing, Theo. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> darn. Well, I know you used to have a pack, and now you don't. So at one point I thought maybe you were coming in and you would eventually take Theo's pack, but he sort of killed them all off, or Which they've gone probably, over to yeah. Scott's pack. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure how that benefits uh, either of us, but uh, no. I guess all will, be, all will be revealed. Yeah, I mean, my, yeah, my pack's gone, and I'm, I am happy. I mean, look, I must say also, now that we're here talking about this, it's... I am glad that you know Duquelin came out of the out of the woodwork because I'm not sure what he was what he's been up to, but he's been doing something. What is he up to now? (laughs) What is he up to now? At least he's not sitting on the concrete floor anymore. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. uh, He's not prone. Yeah. Upright is good. He's gonna go get some eyes, I think, right? That's that's what he wants. That's right? the goal. I feel like Scott's such a nice guy though, you could probably like reason with him and he'd give you one. You know, I don't think no. so. I don't think so at all. Like that is, there's, there's a limit to being like everyone nice. deserves to see. It's not like a Twix bar, back. you know? It's like, uh, I got me, two, so. You. Scott's pretty understanding. He's not understanding. I just feel like we could find you some eyes. I think it's going to happen. I don't think you need Scott's. But I want to know what's going to happen mm. when Theo, everyone Theo works with, he acts like he's partnering with them and then finds a way to betray them. What's going to happen when he betrays you? <laughs> you're, this you're is the master. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be, yeah, there'll, there'll, there'll be some punishment dealt, I would think. Nice. How's the, the arm business? Huh? Oh, major. Oh. I love when he broke his arm. Oh, oh, I, I hate you so much. I was like, I was like yeah. <laughs> Have you ever For broken second, someone's like, arm in real life? Broken my own arm. Oh no! Ooh. Doing what? <laughs> I, I was uh, yeah, I was I was commenting about the the bricks earlier, but it's like uh, no, I punched a wall uh, uh, rather stupidly uh, in my youth, so I broke my hand. I broke my wrist and I broke my leg. But I haven't broken anyone else's bones. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. I think it's good. If you break your own bones, it's better than... You shouldn't be breaking bones at all. No. No. Mm-hmm. Don't break bones. Don't break bones, don't break guys. Bones. Although bones... Well, lesson from <laughs> Duquelian. I don't, I don't know. Duquelian's lesson this episode was pain, life, power. Yeah. Do you want to go into that a little bit? That's <laughs> <laughs> not, not my philosophy. Uh, uh, Gideon the actor. Um, yeah, that was yeah. harsh. 
That was, yeah. that was hard to watch. Maybe, maybe maybe that's like sort of Hollywood, you know, acting in Hollywood. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's the the uh, uh, parallel. I I can see that. Pain, pain life, life power. power. I don't know. Lots of pain at first. <laughs> lots of nose. Lots of rejection. You lots feel of pain. your life and then getting sucked away from you, <laughs> and then eventually, if you're lucky, you have the power. Oh my! But in, in that in that order, you feel a lot of pain. You feel much older, and then oh, and then you make some breakthroughs. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what happened to yeah. 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 Makes sense. It all, it all makes sense now. I mean, yeah. look at Leo at the, at the you know at the Oscars. That's you know he's king of the world. Had, had the pain, life, and now finally he has that power. He does. Major power. Yeah, I'm, Good yeah. I'm reaching. I'm reaching here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love Leo. Leo. I think your eyes get attacked though. by a bear. It's pretty yeah. much the same. Yeah. You have to, no, I'm going to relate it back to the show. Leo's speech was all about, you know, like, how we need to conserve our resources and help our planet and our climate is out of control and we need to start being aware of all those different things and how we can contribute. And your character used to be a hippie from the 70s. He cared much about the Earth. Nice full circle. Look at you. I like that. <laughs> is he that old? Is he that old that he was an adult in the 70s? Um, I mean, maybe he was a young chap. I don't know. But I remember there was, was a... I don't, I don't know if that's the right decade, but yeah, we'll have to ask uh, Jeff, Jeff Davis Jeff about, about that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Jeff, give us a call at 424-253-0503. <laughs> he, he watches um, our show. I doubt live, uh, though. But if uh, he called in, that would be pretty great. Uh, um, yes. We got we got chat. Yeah, let's check right in now. with the chat. Yeah. Do they have a question? For ah! <laughs> See, that's it. <laughs> you you just oh. told me not to. Oh, sorry. It always happens like that. Ah. I can't stand oh. you. <laughs> I love you. Courtney hates the I love it, though. Uh, we actually have James Jordan. He tweets us all the time, you are awesome. And he actually pointed out, um, could Mason still be the beast somewhere deep down like how Styles and Nugitsune, Nugitsune worked? Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? Please call in. Let us know. Let us know in the chat. But what did you guys think about that scene? Do we really think that Mason is gone? No. No, you guys how think he's he deep in there? I'm confused. I, okay, I think. Are you talking about how it's now, it's now we see Sebastian? Sebastian. Sebastian. Okay, yes. I think. What's that? About? This is going to get a little bit more into predictions, but okay. I feel like Sebastian is there temporarily, but as per usual, Teen Wolf style, <laughs> the power of the love and pack will unite and they'll bring Mason back. I feel certain. Yeah. Okay, here's my question for all of you guys. Hmm. What the heck happened to the Dread Doctors? Their heads were ripped off. Are they dead? Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. need a little bit They're the bit dead of, doctors. They're the dead doctors. Yes. So. But I only really saw them kill don't one doctor. I saw two. Are they all, That's so they're all gone now? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to, I want to, Rip the masks off though, and then see yes. what's, what's inside. Why didn't you want to put the I mask on? Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Do you have to do the voices for the dread dog? He is secretly the dread dog. I was like, wait, wait. Who was it? Like, no, but it's a yeah. I don't know. Nice. They wouldn't that say that. Awesome. Awesome. That was like You're a Dread Doctor Transformer. Inwards. You're speaking into your You guys own body. know, he, he does a bunch of voiceover for like different video games. Tell us wow. a, a little more games. about that, will you? A lot of video games. I love Gala. I love gamers games. sometimes. Yeah. Um, What's your most recent video game that you worked on? Um, well, the last, not not the most recent Call of Duty, but there was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Yeah! And Gideon and that. They, they That's awesome. They kept it also your looks name. like me, which is, which is great, which is kind of fun. Oh, that is was, so cool. You know, like Castle Wolfenstein and um, 
Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of games. So a lot of voiceover uh, characters for you. Do you? Yeah. What what's the biggest difference besides the obvious? But like how if you're gonna become a character that you know is becoming a video game character or one in live action, is the process different for you? What in terms of in terms of performance, it's it's different because it's more intensive. Doing doing VO, I guess, because you've got like a four-hour session typically for a video game, and it could be multiple sessions, but they have you for four hours per session. So you're doing and a lot more. Lines, yeah, because it's just you. It's just you working on your own, mm. you know, and so you can bust through, you know, like a couple hundred lines in four hours. Wow. And, and games being what they are, if they're like action or first-person shooter, there's a lot of, uh, you know, shouted stuff and vocally intense stuff. So sure. it's, it can be pretty exhausting, whereas... whereas you know, working on camera, there's there's a lot of downtime while they, you know, camera turns around or they're shooting other scenes and you go back to your trailer or something like that kind of thing. Okay. Um, there's no sort of, you know, crafty or, or <laughs> downtime doing a VO, but it's, you know, it's a shorter period of time, but it's it's more intense in its way. And then also, I mean, you're only using your voice, so that's kind of all you have, which means you have more range. You can play a wider, you know, uh, range of characters because they're not seeing you. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. A little bit more free, uh, but of. a little bit but more work intensive yeah. to be behind no, the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. In front of the camera, it's a uh, little bit more, kind of have to nail it just right. So a little bit more work intensive when you're working, but it's a little more relaxed. Well, I like, think, I right. think the, the, the casting you know, process is probably a little more you know, specific with, you know, with on camera, because then it's like, well, you know, people see you as this, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's, I think it's hard because people like to go, oh, okay, you're... Uh, bad guy or creepy bad guy or rugged bad guy sort of thing you know and it's hard for people to go like oh okay he's actually funny too and could be something else for instance you sure. know whereas like in games I think because typically you'll go in and you'll do a main character and then maybe there'll be a couple of small ancillary characters which you've got to come up with on the spot voices for those you very quickly get to show people uh, a wider range mm-hmm. than perhaps people might get from you know bringing you in for a, an on camera casting interesting you know yeah yeah cool yeah it's it's yeah it's it's always so fascinating to get to know a character as uh, an actor you know the mm-hmm. person behind the character but you, you never really know anything about the people who do voiceover video game characters even 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 a lot of times animation mm-hmm. you know you you might you might you might really really love that movie but you've never really known the the person behind the the mask <laughs> the, <laughs> speak. the person the inside the glove <laughs> <laughs> You guys, I want to bring up a point that we talked about earlier, the fact that Mason has two sets of DNA because he, when he was a fetus absorbed... Fetal absorption. Fetal absorption. Just the way that... That's a nice way of saying eat your twin in utero. Mm, Eating babies here at Teen Wolf. I feel like that's more, makes more sense for like Theo's backstory because Mason, I know it's like he doesn't, you know, have... Maybe his consciousness, he didn't mean to eat his twin. Mm-hmm. Looks what? like we have a call, yeah, guys. Let's take a call. See what they have to say about it. <laughs> Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Savannah Notcan from Youngsville, PA. Oh, PA. Hello, Pennsylvania. I'm from Pittsburgh. Did you have a question for Ducalion or the rest of the pack? I Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. What's his favorite thing about power? Having power. Hmm. Favorite thing about having power. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's it took me or or Jukalian. 
I think it was Get it. specifically what would you mean by power? Was that more... Um, Having power. Sorry, go ahead. Having power over the other alphas. So Deucalion. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I think it is that it's it's because uh, because also as well I think how Deucalion became the super alpha um, was by killing other alphas and so I, I think it was sort of uh, a little bit of schooling him in that that you know absorbing the power of other you know uh, uh, strong creatures you can slowly slowly build and, and magnify your own uh, your own power. Um, and now, of how, course, how effective that is for Theo, that. for Theo. Yeah, because he's also absorbing the power of, of <laughs> ones who are sort of less, you know, yeah. uh, uh, sort of weaker than him. He's going so, after babies right so, now. So, yeah, <laughs> so I think the, the, the real test is, is, is yet to come if he thinks he can, you know, take on the, the beast. In video game speak, he's grinding to level up. He's not fighting any <laughs> real beast. He's, he's in the field shooting pigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so if a so if a werewolf has a certain ability like uh, yeah, electromagnetic uh, you know, uh, strength or like Jason turning invisible or night vision or something, and you kill that werewolf, you absorb those powers if you didn't have them already. Is that how it works? You're asking me this. I, 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 uh, Do possibly, tell me? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know whether it gives you the, the exact ability or whether it just simply like amplifies your own your yeah, own strength. That would be interesting because I don't I don't know if that means means mm. that yeah then you would. Uh, I always wanted. To, I always thought people used to ask when you when I was a kid. It's like invisibility or teleportation. <laughs> Which do you have? And I'm like, oh, invisibility. Because like no teleportation. Because you could teleport, you know, and hide, mm-hmm. and then you could just teleport somewhere else. Or you go, yeah. like, I want to visit. Oh, I'm in Paris, you know. Definitely. So you gotta kill someone who has teleportation. I see where you're going with this. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna but I did love. Yeah. I did. I did love it when Scott just went. <laughs> And grabbed him. Yeah. yeah. And then he went, because he knew he was there the whole time. I was like, that yeah. was super and cool. And it was funny that uh, he was the only one that knew, like, yeah. out of everyone. We actually have another <laughs> caller. Pennsylvania, thanks for calling in and for your question. Thank you, Savannah. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, it's Sin Bahamas. Hi, Sin from the Bahamas. Hi. Did you have a question this evening you would like to ask? Um, not really a question. It's a comment about the Kalian. Okay. Um, when he was sitting down there, like for like three episodes, it it said I was saying in my head, like, "Come on now, this guy is the demon wolf. I'm sure he's not gonna let like some fake <laughs> werewolves and supernaturals just, you know, tie him up somewhere like a dog, put him on a leash." And when he rose up and pulled that thing out of his arm, I was like, "Up there he is. That's the Duke I know." <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That's exa- it's exactly the moment I, I was waiting for as, 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 as the actor. Because, yeah, like I was telling these guys, like, I didn't know where it was where it was leading. I was like, how long can I be here? I should be stronger than this. I should be stronger. <laughs> so, it was, uh, yeah, it was, a nice, uh, it was a nice reveal. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it, yeah. Thanks cool. very much Thank for you. calling in, Sin. From the Bahamas. <laughs> See you later. All right, guys. We actually, I want to address some people in the chat. Hi, people in the chat. Hello, um, chat. We have Nicholas Kelly, um, who wants to know, Gideon, tell us, I want to know your plan on bringing Morel back and the fact that <laughs> what you are going to do about Satan walking. Satan is Gerard. Uh, and are, aren't you going to kill him is what Nicholas wants to know. Th- three exclamation points. Yeah. Morel. What's happened to Morel? You, you guys, 
You guys like super. So long I don't go. There's I super fans. Know. Tell us. Super fans, get in the chat. Nicholas, tell us. I am. I'm curious myself because, yeah, it feels like she's. It's about time for her to, to make back. an appearance, right? Yeah. Um, Brayden's been like, you know, kicking ass left, right, and center, which oh, yeah. is, um, which is cool. But then, I feel like we should have some sort of either there's going to be a reckoning or there's going to be some <laughs> alliance or something. Um, and then Satan walking, yeah, I've been waiting for the showdown. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. and even even from yeah, from the first yeah, when we did the flashback episode where it's like, that's how it was him. You know? <laughs> so that's that's just something that's just begging begging to happen and I hope it happens very soon. We'll have to see. Mm. Yeah. I have a question for you. Do you guys think that Argent and Gerard actually know how to bring Mason back out of the beast? I think that they would like to think they do, but I feel like they often think they know how to do things, and then something <laughs> else happens, and they just kind of roll with it. Yeah, I think the um, the Argent family knows how to handle this mm-hmm. whole thing, but I have no idea how they're going to come back from that because I don't I don't think Mason's there anymore. That's like that's my early prediction. Well, it seems like they need to find whatever that spear tip was melted down into. Like they said, it could be a cup in someone's antique cupboard or whatever. So it seems like they need to find that metal again in order to forge a weapon that could possibly bring what about Mason. That? What about that take necklace? Sebastian out? Yeah, and make Mason come back. What did you say, Ryan? I don't know. I, I, I just remember them finding a necklace in a ditch in that forest oh, a long time ago. So long Theo's ago, sister. but that, that's a good point. We never revisited that, so it could be, be the that's, necklace. That's some metal. But oh, I'm still confused. Okay, so we saw Mason turn into the beast. Yeah, Mason the beast. We totally called it. We called it! A long time ago. But now, <laughs> uh, Mason gets shot with these bullets, and now he's turned into Satan. He's ro- Sebastian. No, he's Sebastian. turned into Sebastian. Okay. So Mason is now Sebastian. Yeah, because yeah. I think what happened... The original beast. ...is he had a natural transformation without the frequency. He was hooked up to what the Dread yeah, Doctors are hooked mm. up to and what's been keeping them alive. And I thought they were messing with his memory, but it looks like he was able to have that transformation now, and that's when... <laughs> His friends what? call out Mason. <laughs> what? And he's like, that's not my name. Which Ryan demonstrated earlier. So does it mean, does it mean no. that he was always that or that somehow he's become this conduit for... Yeah. I think I think it's the latter because they're even yeah. talking about the kinds of evil and how Theo is just inherently evil, which also right. called it. Yeah, um, the evil but is the pure, pure evil is and, yeah, is pure good taking then, someone and corrupting them. Right. So I think that that's because Mason was so good-hearted and so pure mm-hmm. that that's the ultimate evil mm. is to corrupt him and to turn him into a killing machine. Yeah. It's like a Harvey Dent situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a little two faced. How do we get there. him back? Yeah. Oh, we I don't, don't know. He's I want to know where is <laughs> Deaton? Where is yeah. Deaton? I need Deaton right now. Deaton always me. comes in and saves yeah. the day. I need to figure out where he is right he now. He probably Pop has in. that metal yeah. in his That would not surprise horn. me. <laughs> just shows up like Gandalf and just wipes everybody out. Oh, he pretty much is always the solution. Deaton's scrubbing down his that stainless steel gurney or whatever, you know, because there's always, there's always some injured, That's you know, a good point. He's, he's tidying to, up. But he Absolutely. knows, yeah, he's, he's always got the, the, the lowdown on what, uh, yeah, herbs and things and whatnot. Yeah. So, so there, there may be some, maybe maybe he can weigh in on the, I'm sort of so curious, it's like Arjun, Arjun and Gerard, 
this sort of tenuous working together thing because yeah I don't know. I know. I I feel, I don't know what Gerard's um, motivations are, but they've never been good before, so I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyone else feel like, um, at first I was confused on why Kara left. Obviously (laughs) she wants to harness the fox, but Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that she's putting her sword back together, do we think that she could possibly be the person to take down the beast with her sword if they kind of make it a modern day? I agree with that, but then I think she is, like, the price to pay is going to be that she has to go back after they help her with the sword. The sword is the spear. Boom! Metal. That's what I was thinking. But after after she comes back, I think the price is going to be, okay, you can go help your friends now, but then you have to come back and be a permanent skinwalker. I think think that could be it, but I think that that is a little too on the nose. And there's somebody in the chat, Watsimas, who asked if we think that after the preview for next week of Styles getting hurt, if he'll get the bite to survive and become the Nagitsune, and that will be kind of the price is that she actually, by saving her friends, accidentally sacrificed the cute, adorable one who runs into things. No! I, know, I, think, I, I, I think a lot of changes are coming, guys. Evil. A I lot of changes that. are coming on the show, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen in the pack? I hope that, that Deucalion's there to stay. I hope that you and Scott... Yeah. Figure things out. Take Theo's eyes, because we don't like him. I don't think Theo's <laughs> eyes are not worth it. Not worth it. You but, he, but he'll be but able to see with them. Just to have him, you know, like, uh, what, bowing bowls or whatever. Just to do that. <laughs> he doesn't need to like put that. him, he doesn't uh, need to yeah, use them. Yeah. He can just use, like, hold them. Yeah. 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 something to fidget with, you know? Make earrings. I mean, yeah. as long as we're not, <laughs> like, bartering off eye Scott's rings. eyes, I'm fine with it. Okay. I have well, a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember when, they, when Styles wanted a gun? And they, they threw in the gun, and he like yep. had no idea how to handle the gun. It was funny, but I was like, "But wait, Styles, like dad, is totally like sheriff." He right? apparently didn't teach him anything. Nothing at all about guns, <laughs> right? It's a shame. Very I would exciting. think at this point, Styles should at probably point, know right? how to use some weaponry. He's around a That's lot a of tough point. stuff, like. And the desert wolf know. is coming after him. And why didn't Brayden just shoot the darn des- desert wolf? Yeah, I was very sad and it, disappointed when she it didn't do that. She did, but I think she missed. No, no, even she when she knocked her down, oh, she had to turn around and shoot her. She's friends with Malia. Maybe she doesn't want to kill her mom. Mother's Day is coming up. Come on, guys. It doesn't matter about <laughs> Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day is All right, guys. Up. Well, let's okay. go ahead and get into an interview with Gideon before we have to wrap. Gideon. Oh, I thought we just had that. We did. We, we did. Okay. That's this what they is all now, say. This well, is more. the other questions <laughs> were more for Deucalion. Mm. So now I'll put on Gideon's face. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So what were your early influences on acting, and how did they manifest in your work today? Lord. Um, My early influences. You know, I've always enjoyed... When I, when, I was a, when I was a kid, when I was like sort of nine, I, I remember like writing this down, like I want to be the next James Bond. <laughs> but I think, I think um, a lot of boys probably do that, especially boys born in the UK, you know, and then who think, hey, maybe I'll become an actor. Um, and it wasn't even a thought of, of following that as a career. But as, I, as I've gotten older, I remember thinking, you know, okay, more likely to play the villain. But <laughs> the uh, early, early influences, I mean, I've always enjoyed... Um, yeah, the more charactery stuff, I guess. You know, stuff. You know, like uh, Anthony Hopkins and and um, 
I mean, I watched I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid, you know, and it was like you know Doctor Who and and, <laughs> and all sorts of of silly stuff, and then you know plenty of American things, and and I mean I was I was running around you know pretending to be Max from Heart to Heart, which is a very <laughs> old show which dates me in a big way uh, during the eighties, you know. Um, Do you have a favorite villain, maybe, that you... Was that your before, question? No, before you get into that, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would literally be the perfect um, Joker. Yeah. I don't know why. I could see that. Yeah. Like, I could... like, And he's one of my favorites, so I'm like, mm-hmm. to say that, I'm like, you could channel that so well. Well, it would be fun. I mean, there's definitely more... I mean, we're talking about villains, and I've been uh, blessed, in a way, to play a lot of bad guys on, on sort of TV and stuff, and a little bit on film, but... Um, you can't have more fun playing the bad guys for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they don't tend to live as long as, as other <laughs> characters. Um, but there is, there's, there's, there's lots of fun to have. And I'm, uh, and speaking with like the Joker and the, the, the sort of the menacing uh, um, exhibitionist kind of manipulator that that he could be. You know, there's. I remember seeing the mask with you know Jim Carrey and mm. I remember thinking like he made my movie because it was like what he was doing was like me messing around with my buddies you know doing this because I was very very um, demonstrative facially when I was uh, younger you know I was always like hey and I'm the first I'm the first TV thing I, I got cast in and I just had to be like a regular guy. I was like a songwriter, and it was like all set around the music industry. And I was this young guy who who was illiterate, but I could I could write songs, you know. And and there's the one scene. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm just going to do nothing in the scene, and the director can just tell me, you know, if it's not enough, and you know, to be more. And literally, all I was doing was something like uh, coming through with like a box of papers or something like. And it's like, morning, morning. How you doing? Great. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see you at the rehearsal tonight. You know, it was like a real simple little exchange. And in my head, that's what I thought I was doing. And I remember seeing the thing back, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" No, so um, we'll see you. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm just so big, you know. So I don't know what that has nothing to do. It's not the answer to uh, influences, but I always enjoy. I enjoy good stuff. I enjoy, mm-hmm. I, you know. And I used to watch a lot of film, and 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 I like doing voices. I'm, you know, I was an only child. I still am an only child. And, uh, I still am a child. Did you eat your feet? Uh, I'm just an older child. Twin I might womb. have. I might have had more than one sibling in the womb, I think, because certainly the voices inside my head would indicate that. Uh, you know, that you may, be, may be like Mason. Yeah. Might be that. Except that's not his name. Oh, Do you guys have any last questions? It's like we managed to ask one question. I just went on for like 10 minutes. No, but I love it. I love you going in depth. Do you ever play any of the uh, games that you voice? Because you've done a lot of really awesome uh, ones, like Fire Emblem and Uncharted Four, and your whispers go Marvel Avengers. Like all the really she knows good ones. All so. of your games. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a very good gamer. That's that's the thing. You know, once in a while, I'll I'll play um, Call of Duty, and um, uh, yeah, it's it's usually fairly disappointing. I'm also playing on a Wi-Fi connection, so that's oh. my excuse for, for being bad. But sure. I'm, um, me too, yeah, me too. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm not very good. I'm not very good. If I had to, I mean, I realized the money I would have to spend to buy, like, every game that I've worked on would be a small fortune. I don't know, I'm not great. I like, I mean, I like, I love performing the narrative stuff and, and cut scenes because that's where the real acting is, but I don't have the patience for it as a player. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not clever, you know, I don't, I don't catch the clues and stuff to go along and, like,
like I don't have like the the, the patience to go around collecting stuff if that's what you got to do, <laughs> you know, and then presenting it like here you've got that now you'll be rewarded and you know go on to the next, you know I just don't I'm just like you know tell me and point me and you know I mean I, I grew up playing asteroids and, and stuff you know so yeah. it's it's just simple like yeah. I like I like I like, I like, I like pew pew games. They're so simple. Yeah. I do have a question. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. So uh, you obviously really enjoy performing, acting. Mm-hmm. Ever since you were a kid, you're bouncing between uh, England and South Africa. Mm-hmm. Now you're here. Um, have your uh, creative ambitions led you outside of acting? Like, uh, do you have any interest in directing or writing or anything? I gotta say, I mean, no. I yeah, it's a good yeah. question because I. I found. I mean, I do. I do write stuff occasionally, and I've done. Not not for a while, but I've written a couple of one man shows, which I performed. Um, oh yeah. That's that's been rewarding. Um, and and then I do this. In fact, I think that the last time I was on After Buzz, I was talking about <laughs> this. It means it's like about a year ago. I was doing this uh, thing called ENN with Ed Newsbit, which is kind of a uh, like a weekend update uh, meets John Oliver type show sure. sort of thingy you know so it's it's kind of a parody of the you know your news cable news type thingy but I it was it was like a weekly uh, take you know stories of the day sort of thing and, and just kind of take a, an acerbic sort of look at them you know so we did we did one um, recently which I haven't done one for a while it was like an award special mm. um, it's on Funny or Die um, oh cool ENN with that news bit the awards special um, and that was kind of fun because we did <laughs> we shot like little like mock trailers matching some of the scenes from the best actor oh nice uh, <laughs> of these movies so like as me as Trumbo and me as uh, oh that's know, awesome Martian, did you uh, tweet that out where can we find that yeah 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 that's that's there um <laughs> It's it's probably so deep. It's in. probably buried. Yeah. Would you mind uh, retweeting it for our fans? Not at all. Not at all. And it was before, a lot of. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. No, before we get out of here, yeah. um, we actually have a fan, Abby Elizabeth, who wants to know who is your favorite couple on the show. Everybody is screaming out <laughs> Stidia, which is Styles and Lydia. Yeah. Do you like Parrish? Like, what's going on? Which one do you like? <laughs> Basically, she's, who's your favorite couple on the show? Everyone's favorite, Stidia. <laughs> you so better answer Stidia's your favorite. Well, obviously, Stidia. Um, no, because I, I think, you know, it, it feels like it's, I feel like Styles has waited so long, sort of, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it, he should be, you know, rewarded. And there's something very true and pure about, I mean, obviously, Styles, mm-hmm. you know, but of course, Styles' love will also in turn be, you know, pure and beautiful. And, and, and I love the fact that, you know, I don't know, it was a couple episodes back where it's like, you saved me, you know? It's like, it was like, yeah, I did. There was like that moment, you know, and it was like, wow, I did good, you know? And, yeah. and, and you know, you just want to give Styles a hug and go like, everything's going to be okay, buddy. Yeah, he needs <laughs> you know? love. He needs to be in yeah, love. Yeah, and so it's, I think it's great. I think it's, and, and it's a similar relationship in a sense to, you know, back in the day with Scott and, Allison, I think. Yes, I think I agree. it was just it was so that was so pure and beautiful. And the first time you guys brought me on, I think I was talking about like my favorite moment with them in the classroom and, <laughs> and he was Scott was getting angry and he was turning in the classroom and you know, and there was just this moment of their hands touching and like you know, he calmed down, his breathing calmed down, he was okay and I was like that's so beautiful, you know. And I think there's a similar <laughs> sort of innocence, you, you know. Yeah. I was, I'm such Taking a fan. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And where can Fun the stuff. fans keep up with, you know, what you're doing? Is it normally on Twitter? Or do you have yeah, another Twitter, website um, we should check um, out? 
I'm a Twitter junkie. Um, so yeah, so you'll, you'll tweet everything that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's lots of stuff. It's at I, Gideon Emery. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And people have been uh, I've been live tweeting the last few episodes, and it was it was fun uh, last night. And um, yeah, I'll catch us catch us next week. Otherwise, I mean, I'm also I have a fan page on Facebook, which is just oh, me. Oh, cool. Um, which is also just Gideon Emery, I think. Yeah. Awesome. Cool yeah. name. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I wish I could take credit. But <laughs> my, parents, my parents were clever. Well, thanks yeah. again for joining us. You guys, next week is the finale. Oh. No, it's not. No. It's here already. No. But, I had to double check myself. Because yeah? I was like, wait a minute. And then it didn't say, like, catch ne- next week. It but it didn't say the finale <laughs> either, right? But it is. And I was like, it but it is, isn't it? And then I had to go online and see, like, no, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. But we have something special for you guys next week. Cody St. New is coming back. But Yay. he's gonna host the show. Oh. Come on, Cody. he plays Brett Talbot on the show. You guys can keep in touch with me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter, Courtney. And I just want to shout out Scallison. Um, <laughs> keep in touch with me. I love them. Keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I loved all your comments tonight. Keep them coming. Study for life. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Elena Jordan, A L A N A J O R D A N, and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And I'm this Ryan Mallady guy. You can follow me at Ryan Mallady <laughs> everywhere. Thank you guys so much for another for another awesome show. It was great um, for Dekalian being such a nightmare. Getting Emery, you sir were a dream. Thank you for being <laughs> here. Thanks for. <laughs> and uh, and I want to shout out to you, Ryan. Back me? at it again with the claw. I Back love at it, it again. Yeah. With <laughs> he can't naturally transform, but he's trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. He transformed hungry. with frequency. Oh, oh. Hey. You guys at home, it's a podcast. <laughs> download, rate, subscribe, and then have a good night. Bye. Oh. Ciao, ciao. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.